Key Biscayne Stories collects the history of our beautiful island. This is your host, Alejandro Cervalli, and I am a certified key rat for many, many years and counting. With this podcast, we will share the stories of our residents and their love for this slice of paradise we call home. So stay tuned, relax, and enjoy these great Key Biscayne Stories. Gamers, Key Rats, I'm excited. This is one of the first podcasts for the Key Biscayne Stories, and today's guest is Viviana Franchi. She has been a Key Biscayne resident for 28 years. She's an accomplished realtor with 20 years of experience in the industry specializing in luxury real estate. Viviana currently works with Berkshire Hathaway in the Key and runs her own property management business called Viviana Deluxe. If you have any questions on real estate, Check out our show notes and you'll find her information. Viviana, welcome on the show. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Alejandro, for inviting me. Great to be here. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Great. So let's start by getting to know you. Can you tell us about yourself? Well, little short introduction. I have been living in Miami for 30 years and having had the privilege to live in Key Biscayne for 29 very happy to be around. I'm an engineer. I have an MBA in marketing and I work for Berkshire Hathaway EWM Realty in Key Biscay. Before we jump into what you do and the industry, this is a little part about the key where we talk about Key Biscayne and how awesome it is. You know, I, I grew up in the Key. You've been here for quite some time as well. Would you like to share with us your Key Biscayne story? Always great to talk about Key Biscayne. My son was born and we immediately moved here. And I have been enjoying the beauty and the tranquility of this amazing island of ours for quite some time. So very happy to be here. What's your favorite part about the Key? Oh, I love El Farito and I love No Name Harbor and the uh, beautiful food that they serve there. Of course, we have to talk about food because we know we're Peruvians and we always talk about food. And the green areas of the park, they're so awesome to not only walk, but also to bike. I love that. And the beach, the beaches have been absolutely amazing this summer. One of the few things that we were able to enjoy in this very strange 2020. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited because I already saw them putting up the lights, the Christmas lights. So, and the weather is getting very nice. So we got the key cool weather and the lights coming up. So it's, it's already giving me like Christmas vibes, like two months ahead of schedule. So, you know what I had the other day it was a deja vu because we have been locked down so for so many months voluntarily. It's amazing how we really were able to stay home for that many months. But I was leaving the office. I was heading to, to a property and it was about 3.30-ish. The schools are already functioning. And all of a sudden, I saw all these little people, you know, walking by the village green and getting onto uh, one of the, their favorite ice cream places. And I was like, oh, my God, this is how it used to be for an instant. Not quite, okay, but because we are such a small community, we are able to have these moments in which we can tell, you know, this will pass and it will continue to be beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story on the key. Was real estate something that you always wanted to do or was it like a 
passion or to be completely honest with you i have always been in sales and i had the majority of my professional background was in uh, technical sales until my son became big enough to realize that it was not good for mommy to be traveling back and forth so that's when i decided to say well i love sales why not do it locally and why not doing it in one of the best places there is so that's when i started in real estate and you were originally from what part of the world <laughs> i'm from the deep south i'm originally from lima peru it's a great place i mean it's not because i'm peruvian nothing nothing that has to do with that right the fact that you're peruvian you mentioned that you're a real estate agent right and so can you tell us about that sure well my approach to real estate is a little bit different from others i have an engineering background so i'm a process oriented person i'm also very strong in sales so i have a good set of sales skills and i have the product and the product is miami easy to sell right it's a beautiful city is attracting more and more people every day do you know that 640 people a day move to florida since the beginning of the situation that we're going through these days no 640 very appealing city we're talking about moving like to live moving to live you don't know if it's going to be short term and define short term these days it could be anything right the fact of the matter is florida has a lot of appeal we're growing tremendously in the city and elsewhere within Florida and I think that's going to be great for our economy. Do you cover what areas of Miami? I try to be in the luxury business. I love Fisher Island. Love it, love it, love it. Key Biscayne is my hometown. That's another very strong forte on me. One area that I think is extremely beautiful is Sunny Isles. I would say that those are my three main areas. Of course, Coral Gables was super nice and right now demand has shifted again because of the circumstances there's a lot of demand for homes. So what are the preferences that people have when purchasing nowadays? Oh, that's a great question. Miami has been known for its amazing condos and we do have them. But very seldom demand has been so focused on homes. Single family homes are really selling like hotcakes on a specific bracket of course, but these days that is the preference for the majority of the buyers. Although condos continue to be very appealing, the speed or the turnover of the sales is very quick in well priced this is very important you people listening very well priced properties that is the key in the case of houses inventory is flying so how many days are we looking at for it to fly well you can point that out but i can tell you that before we were talking about months and months and now it's much more quicker because the demand is growing and of course the supply is decreasing and this is a business like any other business it's a supply and demand business can you walk us through the process from selling a home to finishing selling the process like what's that journey like you really have to walk 
the process with a professional. You really need to do so because it's it's lengthy and it's a very valuable asset. So first you start with an offer, you negotiate that offer, you go through the contract, you finalize the conditions within the contract, and then you have a period of inspections where the buyer can uh, subject the property to an inspection done by a licensed inspector. And the buyer has the right to withdraw his um, offer or leave the contract if he finds or she finds that the inspection is not suitable enough for the type of property that he or she is uh, wanting to acquire. If the inspection is okay and the buyer decides to continue with the process, then you have to go through the title commitment, make sure that the property that you are receiving is free of defects. You don't have any defects of title that will harm the ownership in the long run. And that is usually done by either a closing agent or a real estate attorney. Um, it's the preference of the buyer. I always work with uh, an attorney for the buyer and an attorney for the seller. And of course, the title company is key because they are going to be the ones who are going to ensure the title, make sure that everything is okay. Then you go through a process of searching liens and making sure that that particular property is not attached to any lien in the city. And once that is clear, you go to the property level, meaning if there is an association associated to the condo or to the house, you need to make sure that all those debts are also taken care of. And then you go to the closing table. Of course, there could be or not a mortgage in between. And if there is a mortgage, there are more uh, stages. You have to obtain the loan commitment from the bank. If you're the buyer, if you're the seller, you have to wait for the buyer to obtain the loan commitment. And once the loan commitment is guaranteed, which means the buyer is going to be able to receive the loan, it passes to underwriting and um, to the loan package. And that is also taken to the closing table. If it is a cash deal, you don't have to go through a loan commitment, of course. And that's basically the process. Awesome. Going back to the beginning of the process, you mentioned professionals, right? That you need to work with a professional. What would you recommend to listeners to how do you identify a good agent or a good professional or agency to work with? I think experience is a key in this kind of profession, like in many, but here you really work the street and you really learn from the street. That is a fact. You see so many cases going good and so many cases going wrong. And you really build on that experience to make sure that you take a step forward and say, listen, I have seen this before and I don't like the way it's going. Let's see. And you dig a little bit more and you make sure that you accompany that buyer and you accompany that seller throughout that process so that it will be flawless. And that is a key. And the other thing that is interesting to keep in mind, in addition to having the experience to being involved with attorneys and title companies and mortgage companies and having a 
real estate broker backing you up with all the training and all the things that you receive as an agent is also the fact that you need to know what you're selling. I mean, you need to know your product. And that is a key. And that is coming from my professional background before being a real a real estate agent, which is you can sell what you don't know. The person that will you will entrust to sell your property needs to know what is she selling, in my case, she or he, selling in order to point out all the benefits of the property. You never see a property as features and benefits only. You have add-ons that have to be embedded within the property itself that are not part of the property will be part of the sale. Let me explain you. Sometimes when I see a buyer that is not too familiar with the area and starts doubting, why do I pay more here? Why don't I go over there and pay less? And I always tell them, for example, in the case of Key Biscayne, because I am not selling you a house or I am not selling you a condo only. I am selling you a lifestyle. And that is something that the only ones that know are the experienced realtor that know the product, aside from the square footage and the number of bedrooms and the number of bathrooms. It makes sense. I, I yeah, think it it's makes super sense. Important. That is super important. You know, the safety of your kids, having a good schools surrounding you, making sure that on Saturdays and Sundays you have peace of mind, just walking and, and, and just enjoying life after a, a very strenuous, probably work week, you know, and, and you have the ability to do so depending on the, the type of property you are acquiring in the specific location that you're looking for. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. And you, you mentioned you've been in the field of real estate for 20 years? Yeah, 20, 20 years. I know that you do more than just real estate. You also do a lot of property management, right? Yes, I have a, a, a company. This is my artistic name, Viviana Tilax. Artistic name because <laughs> that's how I market my, uh, my style in, in doing things. My name Viviana and Deluxe because I specialize in luxury living. I created Viviana Deluxe in 2010 because I thought, why not add to the benefits of having an expert real estate agent working with you to be able to handle your property? Because many of our buyers don't live here and many of our sellers don't live here either. I don't want to emphasize one or the other spectrum of the deal. Buyers and sellers, both of them are extremely important. And when an investor comes and wants to purchase one, two, three, four, 10, 15, 20, 30, whatever number of properties they want to, they're going to go back to their countries and who is going to take care of those properties. So I thought there was a niche and I created Riviana Deluxe for that. And I offer my property management services for my investors so that I give them peace of mind and a shop where they can come and they can get the services all throughout. And that's Viviana Deluxe LLC. It's like a, like a service that makes sense, like a natural progression of real estate. You know, like you mentioned, it's like somebody buys the property, makes an investment and they're not going to be here. I might as well have someone locally who knows everything that could also manage and take care of the property, right? 
you'd be surprised all of the things that people call me about regarding properties and not. They're there, you're here, you provide a service, make it happen. Do you find it that a lot of people that invest and purchase a property like you manage, for example, do they take the extra step and do they rent the empty apartment or to just hold it for their investment and you're just managing that empty apartment? Are you doing both? What do you see in your space the most? I don't like to impose my services in any way, form, or fashion. I have learned that not very many investors that, for example, have one, two, or three properties in the city necessarily think they have the need for a person like me to manage their property. And that's perfectly okay. However, when it comes to rent it and they ask me to list their, their property, I tell them upfront, I want it impeccable. I want your property impeccable because I want to get for you the best tenant possible. And the only way in which I can get the best tenant possible is to offer the best possible product. So that's what I do. So then I help them property management wise to prepare it. Now, throughout the tenancy, they can use my services or not. That is up to them, completely up to them. They sometimes have the time or sometimes have other people in their countries that can do that job and I don't have to do that. But I really stress it. When you give me a listing, I am going to try more than my best, but I need to have the best product in the market. And that's how it works. It has to be both ways. And we're constantly educating each other, one way and the other. That's interesting. It's a fascinating business. I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It really is a fascinating business. I think that way too, you also offer the best you can to the client, right? So when they ask you to rent the property, you say, okay, I can do it. But if we're going to do this, then I'm going to show you how it's done properly. And we're going to do this the best way we can. So I can offer you the best results. Yes. And you know what? They want the best results. So with that argument, who's going to tell you not to? They begin to trust you more and more. And that is important. You have to have the trust of the seller, of the landlord, of the buyer. You do have to have the trust because it's a big asset and it's money. And you need to have somebody that you can call and you can say, what do you think? Oh, this, this, this will take you here. This, this, this will take you there. What do you want? What do you think? This one. Okay. And day after day, time and time again, I basically tell them this is the way to go. And they say, okay, but you have to prove it. You have to prove to them that you want to do a good job. That's the bottom line. Like in any other place, you really need to prove that you want to do your best for them, which in turn will be the best for you. And I'm sure your clients value the trust and the professionals behind it, that they can trust you for information and that you're going to take care of their property and do the best that you can. Yeah, that's all you can aspire to do. So I know that we're running out of time, so I thank you for joining us. But I have one more question for you. Why Miami? Well, why not? I'm looking, <laughs> I am looking at your background, Miami Global Net. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome name. And you know why? Because Miami is in there. Miami is an amazing product all together. You have a mixture of international in every sense of the way, in food, 
in in locals in non-locals it's a culture a blend of cultures that is very interesting you have a beautiful city you have an amazing port the port of miami has grown incredible when we were in the worst 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 times during the um, the mortgage crisis long time ago there was nothing to sell and there was nothing that i could do about it and i would start reading the master plan of the city and i started learning about the art center and the design district winwood and all these incredible things that have been built for this to be a greater city so that is why miami because it is an amazing product miami has grown so much in the past years and it's offering so much and it's transitioning. It's not so much for fun. You could have fun here. It used to be called the gateway to the Latin Americans. Now we're transitioning and calling it the gateway to the world because you can live here and you could do business internationally and you can enjoy our beautiful weather. We haven't talked about the weather. It's so good. That's another. That's for another podcast, right? <laughs> that's right. We could do one on just our beautiful weather. <laughs> beautiful. Miami is beautiful in every sense of the way, in the best way possible. It's people, it's food, because why not? We always think about food and we probably think about food even more than other people. And the infrastructure that has been built here, I mean, we have Broadway shows like can be the envy of any big city in a beautiful scenario, completely new. That's the other thing. Miami is so young. In spite of me, Miami is very young. I please you're young too. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for the question, because I always love to talk about Miami. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank you for joining us and telling us your story and about the real estate uh, world and what you do and, and how you service your clients and, and always try to do your best. So thank you. Thank you, Alejandro. It has been my absolute pleasure.